Hello and welcome to Easy Operations Episode 9. This week I'm joined by Mondo. Say hello, Mondo. Say hello, Mondo. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, filling in for James, we have Rooney. He's our special guest. He plays Destiny with us and he's here to talk about our Destiny 2 content later on in the uh, show. So say hi, Rooney. What's up, guys? All right. Well, uh, it's been a busy week, and we're going to try to get all through these things. But, uh, Mondo, I, I hear you went to go watch some wrestling last week. Oh, yes. PWG. It's an independent promotion out here in Reseda, California. I got to see the Young Bucks. Too sweet. And I did get a too sweet from Nick Jackson. That was awesome. And I got to tell you guys, best experience ever. The indie crowd is always alive and they know how to haggle the wrestlers and it's always a lot of fun just be careful though i was caught in the middle of a couple of you know quote-unquote dives on our end so you got to get off off your seat or off your asses fold your chairs and get the hell out of the way because those bodies are flying man and there's no you know it's it's so different but it's really really very very interactive like, you really got to move. I lost my chair, guys. And I got to tell you, I was standing up for, like, a good 30 seconds. And then somebody was like, oh, you can have my chair. I was like, nah, man. You know, I lost my chair. Did they give you back your chair? <laughs> no, some some random guy just kind of, like, said, here, man, you know, use my chair. I was like, all what right, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is, is, uh, is the, like, arena, like, like big or, like, for, like, how many people fit in? I would say about 300. And then if you... Uh, really? That much? Yeah, because of the seats. Okay. Uh, they're all tightly packaged together. There's, like... Yeah. You know, elbow room and the people standing. I made an auditorium uh, match with my good friend Rafi in high school. So, yeah, it was in an auditorium. Now, I've been wanting to go to this, but apparently the tickets are very hard to get. Uh, Did you have any luck? How would you end up getting your tickets? Uh, uh, My brother's friend. So it's like a friend through a friend. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Had you been to it before? I've been to PWG when they were out here in LA Mm -hmm. by uh, Thomas Star King Middle School off of, uh, I want to say, I think it was... uh, Sunset. Yeah, it's Sunset. Yeah, so... um, and that was back in, I believe, 01, 02. So, wow. yeah, almost uh, 15, 16 years since wow. I last been to one. Okay, well, you know, if you can get tickets, it sounds like a fun event to go to, but that's just the thing. It's just super hard. It sells yeah, out. I, I saw the card, and it looked really stacked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Matches, man. Yeah. All right, well, uh, also this weekend was WWE Backlash. This was the SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. Uh, Mondo and I watched it. Rooney caught some of the highlights of it. Um, overall, I thought it was not as impressive as the last pay-per-view when I was a little more high on things. I, I do feel like sometimes these exclusive pay-per-views, they just feel like a little bit more of a cranked-up version of the standard SmackDown show, and I did feel like that with this one. To me, the standout matches were um, Kevin Owens, and only because of the result, I liked the main event, which was with uh, Randy Orton and uh, Jinder Muscles Mahal. Monty, what did you think of this event? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, the opening match was great. I-, I felt that maybe it should have been either in the middle or towards the end, and that was the Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Heck of a match. Yeah, uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah, I just felt that it just kind of took the energy out of the crowd, maybe. But you know what? Uh, the following match thereafter was a lot of fun. It was a tag team match. The uh, I like to call them the untalented Usos. Sorry, man. I just don't like them. <laughs> um, uh, well, let me let me get back to the first match. I I thought it was a solid match, not the best that they could do, but it's just like you can't really go all out on the first match. You have to kind of leave something. Uh, in the crowd for the for the remainder of the matches, so you know a good kind of solid first appearance. Yeah, they just couldn't go out all the way. And then I did like the second match. This was between the uh, Fashion Police yes uh, team, and I just thought it was hilarious. It's just a funny match in a way that wasn't corny. It was like legit funny because of how silly it was. Wasn't like, he like changing like uh, outfits all this time? Like, uh, he was changing outfits and then <laughs> and then uh, at one point one of the Usos had to go to the top rope and uh, it was uh, Tyler, Tyler Breeze. Breeze was acting like he was passed out but then he would like slowly roll away to kind of increase the distance so that he couldn't make the jump. <laughs> so then the other Uso, he goes to the other side of the ring to try to get on that angle and then he's just rolling back and forth and they must have done it like three four times and it was hilarious (laughs) I love the fact that the crowd got into it you know as silly as they may be I'm glad they're still doing that entertainment side of uh, wrestling and you know what honestly it it works and yeah 
uh, that was one of the uh, one of the great matches that they had that night. And also going back to the Kevin Owens uh, AJ Styles match. Wow! And the ending was just it just you just want more. Yeah, uh, I had a friend that uh, was not into the ending, but I told him I said, "Look, and by the way, the ending was basically um, there was a count, a count out. out. <laughs> tell, me, tell me how it ended. Wait, it was a count out. Yeah, it was a count out. Uh, I guess his foot went through the uh, announce announcer's table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got stuck in there, and then they just kind of let it go for the yeah. time. But to me, it was like it kind of protected both guys, right? It doesn't let. Uh, AJ Styles uh, lose the match so he still remains strong and then kind of this little BS win yeah. looks good for a heel in uh, Kevin Owens it's like yeah. one of those uh, small package victories, you know yeah um, and then just for the main event to wrap it up uh, you know the match was okay it was solid these guys aren't going to put on a huge show here but I just like the surprising victory it really caught everyone off guard I do think some people in the crowd just wanted to be on TV and they were completely exaggerating oh, their reaction yeah. You know, they're trying to have, like, Undertaker when he lost reaction, like, with their eyes open. They totally want to be a meme or be on TV, you know. Uh, <laughs> but because I, I had an idea because I really did think, like, they're really pushing the the crap out of Jinder Mahal and, and really hyping him up. So I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if he won. And he did. So good for him. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, the the next uh, pay per view is in uh, Randy Orton's hometown of uh, St. Louis, so I don't know. I think that's not a good thing for uh, gender. No, but lately, um, hometown heroes have been losing, and that's their like the new WWMO basically. But that um, only happens to the women, though. Am I right? No, it happened to the to the male wrestlers as well. Yeah. Okay. Those are women. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a uh, you know. About an average pay per view, but uh, the next one is the King of the Ring. No, I'm sorry, King of the Ring. I'm making up promotions here, guys. I'm going to the territories. The Great Falls of Fire? No, 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 no. It's Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. But what was a little disappointing to me was that it was a SmackDown only event. So basically, you're not going to yeah, get the unpredictable like aspect. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I do like the amount of people that they have in the main event. They're all, uh, you know, A-listers. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. Um, all right. Well, I think I was the only one that went to the movies this weekend. Mar- Mondo, sorry I didn't invite you. I was just wanted a chill weekend to myself. Uh, <laughs> James put that there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but I be- I went to go see Alien Covenant, and this is the sequel to Prometheus. And uh, I really feel like that's what it should have been called. It should have been called Prometheus Two because it really picks up a lot of the storyline and some of the returning characters from Prometheus um, which is the David character um, and I enjoyed this movie from most of the reviews that I'm hearing I, I kind of agree with it. it tends to feel like the first half is a lot more tense and exciting and then there's some things that happen during the middle of the movie that kind of slow it down a bit but ultimately I enjoyed it I thought you know if you it really fleshes out the meaning of Prometheus or the you know what some of the events happen in Prometheus and to the point where I was really like looking up YouTube explaining videos because yeah it had been a while since I watched Prometheus and uh, I was like what what happened and all this it really it fleshes out the storyline of like what the origin of these alien creatures are but it doesn't truly feel like a tense movie like the original Alien was so you know it's it's more of a sci-fi movie than a horror movie I would say so is it the origin of the xenomorph aliens or the space jockeys it kind of continues a little bit of both oh wow okay. yeah so um, I would recommend it it, uh, it it's a good movie and it does make the other one better and if you have seen Prometheus 1 apparently and I didn't know about this there's like this good 10-15 minute prologue that explains with the original actors it's made by it's part of the production of this movie that explains what happened in between the two films and I didn't really know about that and it does really help flesh out a little bit of what happened in between so you're not completely got off guard so if you want to watch this movie I would recommend of course you got to watch Prometheus 1 but watch the little intro as well um, to to Alien Covenant so any interest in seeing this guys uh, I do yeah. Um, 
Maybe over the weekend. <laughs> Maybe. I just need to see the Prometheus then. Oh, well, yeah. It yeah. would help. <laughs> it would help. Uh, well, uh, neither of us saw any TV shows, so we're going to skip that and go right into TV movie news. I had just been continuing to watch like Master of None, which I talked about last week. Uh, one bit of news here was a bit uh, unfortunate. Uh, Zack Snyder, he had to leave the Justice League movie after a family tragedy, apparently his uh, daughter committed suicide, and uh, you know, very sad thing. And and he basically he had to leave immediately the movie, and even his wife, which was a producer on the film, she uh, took a break from the movie as well. And what they ended up doing is hiring Josh Whedon, which uh, was known recently for doing Avengers one and two. Yeah. So you know. On the one hand, it's kind of sad news, but on the other hand, it's kind of like, wow, that's kind of interesting to see what Josh Whedon's take is going to be on it because I really like the Avengers movies and he can bring a little bit more of the fun to it. What do you guys think about this? Well, first off, uh, I just want to you know send out my condolences to uh, Zack Snyder and his family. You know, best wishes. Hopefully, everything turns out for the best um, in his endeavors at the moment. Um, but you know, in discussion of this uh, Josh Whedon uh, to finish the film. Um, I'm not going to expect a lot. It's just going to be uh, him doing a few scenes, not a vast majority of the movie. Um, he's just going to do touch-ups here and there. So uh, pretty much the movie is done. But uh, basically what Josh Whedon uh, is doing is just kind of uh, cleaning up a, a couple of clips here and there. Mm-hmm. And like I think some of the editing as well. And if yep. they need to kind of pick up any additional scenes, you're right. So, you know, maybe he can kind of influence perhaps some of the editing a little bit, but who knows? But we'll see what happens. Uh, either way, I was going to watch this movie, even if Snyder was uh, directing it. Uh, you know, I just, I got to see all superhero movies. That's my thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, in other news, Star Trek Discovery, this was a show um, that it's. Mondo, do you know what the where it takes place in the storyline here, in uh, terms of the Star Trek? It says it's like ten years before uh, Captain Kirk. There you go. Ah, there you go. Okay. So this would be, I guess, after Enterprise. Uh, I think I'm the only Trekkie here. Am I right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So look, I'm all in on this show. I'll watch any Star Trek show. So I was excited about it. It has. Uh, who is this actress? Uh, I should That's be ready. A good I should be ready. She played Chun Li, right in the in the Street Fighter movie, <laughs> which I did not go see because wow, that was a horrible movie. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> the original Street Fighter. You never saw that? Wait, the original Street Fighter? The no, original she Street was, Fighter movie. Wait, Van Damme? Yeah, That's the only she was one in that. Is, right? This is the this is the woman. No, no that's, that's there was not a, her, man. No, that's, that's Street Fighter, Legend of Chun Li, dude. No, hold on, guys. Well, now we gotta call up IMDb, hundred percent, dude. Oh, there, yeah, oh. there is another uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there is another Street. I'm yeah. talking about the Van Damme one, though. Oh, oh, okay. She, okay. If you're talking about the original Van Damme, then yes, I did see it because I love. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm a grown man. I love John Claude Van Damme. Michelle Yeoh, hundred percent. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you would have gotten your stuff together, then, you know. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I know. I need to be ready with these links here. But <laughs> anyway, she's in it. I, I believe she plays the captain. That and, is correct. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it looks good. This has been delayed. Um, I'm interested in it. I even liked uh, Star Trek uh, Enterprise with uh, Scott Bakula. I, I like that show, which didn't review very well. Quantum Leap? Quantum Leaves, that's the guy. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited about it. And uh, that was the initial trailer. So take a look at that one, everybody, if you're interested in Star Trek. It, it looks good. Uh, I like the fact that it's a, a majority of it's a all-woman cast. Yeah. That's always yeah. great to see. So more power to them. And we yep. need more stuff like that, Hollywood. All right. Well, enough about TV. Uh, let's talk about some games here. Uh, Rooney, you're our guest. You can lead us off with FIFA 17. Uh, how do you like this game, and how does it compare to FIFA 16? Oh man, it's uh, it's a totally new, uh, new game, man. Since they're using uh, a Battlefield engine, which is a uh, Frostbite. Oh, nice. Yeah, I guess they're using that for all the upcoming uh, EA Sports games now. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, totally different from FIFA 16, man. And they had the campaign as well. This was new yes, for 17. Yeah, it's the first one. Yes, it's called the Journey. 
which I'm not really not really into that. But you know, what I usually play is mostly uh, Ultimate Team, which is what this game relies on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like you kind of customizing yeah, just, your characters. And... Yeah, it's like you building up your own. Uh, your own team, team. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Just like uh, NBA 2K17, my team. It's just, yeah, just like that, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mondo, you're more familiar with 2K. I know James. That's oh, his. Yeah. That's his destiny game yeah. equivalent yeah. for us. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, and uh, you know, it, is it still? Look, I haven't played a, a soccer game in a long time. Is it still like when you go online, people pick Brazil? Uh, <laughs> well, I, and, the, and then they're gonna win with that team. Does it work well, like that? I mean, I'm pretty sure. But I, I mean, when you play an ultimate team, like uh, most of the play, uh, people, just they have like a god squad, man. Oh, okay. You know, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, like Messi like and Ronaldo. You know, <laughs> okay. You know, it's because ultimate team, like it, it, it uh, it's like uh, they want you to invest, invest your money into it, man. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that, man. So you don't, you don't yeah, buy I'm the car like, no, packs or anything. Okay, no, okay, no. Good. good for you, good for you, because that's how a lot of people spend money on that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know who's getting a gift card for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. There yes, you go. Please, please <laughs> set them up right there. <laughs> All right, cool. And uh, did this just come out, or when did when did this uh, one come out? This has been out since like. I think September. But oh, okay. So then, you know, yeah. we're a couple months away from FIFA yeah. 18. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, just it's just um, Destiny is already old for me, you know. So I'm playing FIFA 17 now. Yeah, I hear you, and I myself am taking advantage of this break in between Destiny games, and I went to go reach into my bag of old games, and I busted out the Order 1886. Are you guys familiar with this game? Did you pass it already? Because it takes a day, right? <laughs> you know what? Uh, unfortunately, PS4 doesn't tell you the hours, but I passed it. And in my little days that I measured for myself, it was within a week. So probably four sessions of playing, maybe about an hour and a half each. So I don't know, less than 10 hours for sure. Probably yeah. closer to seven. Uh, now, that being said, I did put it on easy mode because I yeah. just wanted to cruise through it. Uh, you know, this game got mixed reviews when it came out. Um, and this is how I can describe it. It is a Gears of War type game, so a third-person shooter with cover-based, in which you play this kind of knight in like a steampunk version of uh, England in the 1800s, and you guys are like knights in this type of order, and uh, well, you're kind of fighting against vampires in the city, and uh, you get involved in this intricate plot, and kind of it involves vampires and supernatural elements. And I love this game. Um, it Yes, you're going to be done with it fast. There's not much to do with the game afterwards. It doesn't have any type of other modes to it. But at, I got this game for like less than 10 bucks on sale. And if you can get it for that price, if you just want to cruise through it and see a good storyline, the graphics are great. The characters, uh, the, the modeling on the faces looks great. Um, it was I had a blast with it. And I just, you know, the weapons are interesting. And, uh, you know, you know, in a lot of games, when you recover your health, they actually have like an in-game story reason for it, which is like they have this little secret potion that they drink that allows them to kind of live uh, a longer life. And that's what they use. Like when you're uh, heavily damaged in the game, you kind of drink that potion. So it, it's, it's kind of a, a fun game and I would definitely recommend it. But, you know, don't pay full price for it, obviously. But if you can pick this game up for cheap and you kind of appreciate a storyline, I think you would be into this mono because you kind of like that steampunk stuff. Yeah, I'm into vampires like anything in the supernatural kind of essence. Uh, it's, it's a little more on the werewolf aspect. but uh, Oh, even better. Okay. So, uh, you know, give it a shot. And it, it, it really reminded me of the recent Assassin's Creed uh was it uh, Unity? No, not Unity. The uh, Syndicate. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the the setting and and the costumes that everyone was wearing, so. Can I wear a, like one of those top hats? Nah, you can, but some of the other characters do. But you can't really Fine. change your costume. I'm telling you, this, this game is like super basic in terms of those modes, <laughs> and it's also easy to get most of the trophies. Oh man, and I was this close to getting a platinum. Look, I played <laughs> through the game on easy mode, and I got like 80 percent of the trophies in this game. And and the only thing was what prevented me is like you got to get the little pickups, like uh, like the little audio logs and stuff like that. And apparently, I didn't get them all. And unfortunately, the game doesn't show you which ones you've missed. So although there's a chapter select, I'm not going to be going through every single one. I wish I could. I, I could get a platinum for it. But, you know, close enough. 
Hey, come on, he didn't stop us from getting all those uh, dead ghosts and raids. <laughs> well, but there's YouTube videos on that, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and there's websites for that. But anyway, uh, Mondo kind of uh, inspired by all this talk of injustice. Since I passed the order, I busted out my Mortal Kombat XL. And uh, I'm, I'm, what I basically did was I completed the story mode. This is another thing that you can finish fairly easy. These Netherworld games are great story modes. Nether, thank you, thank you. Nether Realm games have great story modes. Um, you know, I was reminded of one thing, which is like, it's hard to get into fighting games if you don't really dedicate the time to learn the characters, man. Like, I don't know that I'm going to play this game very competitively, but I just, I set it on easy and I was just mashing my way through it and just did a couple of moves that you could see on the pause screen. And I passed the game, and I liked it, man. So, you know, Mortal Kombat XL is a good game, especially if you get it. This particular XL one has all the costumes, all the characters. It's a great game. If you need an alternate and you kind of waiting for Injustice 2 to go down in price like myself, uh, this is a nice kind of thing to keep you uh, company in the meantime. Come on, guys. You can shell out 100 bucks. <laughs> Not quite. No. Uh, I mean, are you guys still playing Mortal Kombat XL? I do from time to time. I like yeah. doing the, the Living Towers, which is this mode where um, you uh, pick a tower. It's either like an hourly, daily, or weekly tower. And it has a set number of uh, you know uh, opponents that you have. And on each of those towers, there's uh, 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 mod- uh, modifiers. So you either fight, you know, quote-unquote drunk, and then your screen kind of like looks all loopy, you know, to give you that uh, sense that you're, you're, you know, you're drunk. Or there's like these homing missiles, uh, so it, it it adds a lot of variety to yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely like that, Rooney. I knew you were into this when it came out. Are you I, still, yeah. still on your radar? No, I, mean, I that game is sold already, man. Not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing anymore. All right, fair enough. Uh, okay, Mondo, we we touched on this because of you were trying to download it last time, but uh, yeah, how is Injustice Two? Yeah, so addicting, man. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, the story mode is on par because again this is a nether realm uh game and you know what it brings together and it meshes these dc characters so well you get to play with uh, you know green arrow canary and you get to choose between uh the two in certain aspects in the story mode so that's great and you know you get further down the uh, story arc you get to choose between uh certain characters like between cyborg catwoman uh i believe it was firestorm and blue beetle and it, it, it adds this, you know, amazing element of options and the interactions between the characters is amazing. And the facial expressions are like, wow, like if they're angry, they're angry. If they're happy, they're happy. Or if they want to give you a maniacal smile, they will. So you kind of like, hey, there's that shady look, you know. And yeah. um, going into the other modes, um, they don't have it's somewhat similar to Living Towers, but they call it the uh, multiverse and there's like these worlds and they're set on a timer there's one world that could last you like the entire week maybe two to three days uh, but here's the thing though you gotta have characters that are, that are pretty much leveled up to either level 10 or higher to do those um, so if you're just picking up this game I would go to the uh, battle simulator and that's where you find the arc, you know, quote unquote arcade mode you know beat up like five guys really really quick get some quick experience, level him up, but then you also get the character's ending in the arcade mode. So for me, it was kind of hard to find and navigate a little bit because it, it, the game doesn't really tell you like, hey, you know, here's the arcade mode over here. It was just like, no, you just go in. And then when I went into Battle Simulator, I, I picked the very first one. And when I kind of beat the Brainiac, because he's like the final boss, the uh, what happened was I was like, I was treated to a little cutscene, and I was like, oh, wait, so this is the arcade mode? I was like, okay, I wish they could have just kind of given us a little bit of more of an easier navigation in that essence. But overall, I am enjoying the game, guys. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube, and I'm making a week of Atrocitus. I'm trying to get to level 20 within this week, and we'll see if I do or, or if I don't. So, yeah, it's, Did you it's post up your uh, first video? I know you were trying to practice on it. Yeah, I did a, <laughs> I did a quick one with... Uh, Aquaman, I feel bad because I forgot to save my settings and my webcam was recording me and I'm not I'm a paint a ugly picture here, but I was in my underwear. <laughs> and when I was looking back at all my videos, I was like, Oh man, you know what? I forgot to turn off my webcam and I didn't put out a shirt or oh, any pants. I, I was like really 
I really, I really wanted to play the game, and I was just <laughs> like, man, I just, I just lost myself. So it's a great game. I highly recommend. For a hundred bucks, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, Rooney, are you gonna pick this up, or are you gonna wait till the ultimate want, edition comes no, out? I want to pick it up, but I'm just, uh, I'm just trying to get out more reviews on it, man. Well, I, I mean, I think the reviews are all pretty positive on it. Uh, everyone join my loves guild. Join my guild. I need help. Well, not reviews. I mean, just I guess just more. Uh, I've been seeing streams on on mm-hmm. Twitch, so I'm just yeah. Trying, yeah, I'm just trying to see like if it's gonna be worth my my money. You know. Did you play the first one? I played it just for a little bit, man. Not too much. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's why I, I'm iffy. I think they gave out the, the first one on PS Plus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where that's I That's the one you had, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I would definitely recommend, if eventually, if you do pick it up, you want to watch the cutscenes. Like, just go on YouTube to watch the cutscenes for part one, because apparently this picks up right from that movie. Am so I right, Mondo? Really, so yes, it's just it does. Then, from the first one, then. Like, in terms, yeah, in terms of the story mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay, cool. Well, I, I do want to pick this up eventually. We'll see. Um, I, I, I probably want to pick up uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that's probably the next game I'll pick up. So, yes, we'll see. It should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for what we've been playing. Uh, in game news, we got one thing to talk about, and then we're going to get into our Destiny 2 talk. So, Far Cry 5, the location was announced and kind of since we put this on the outline also some first artwork was announced and according to Polygon they kind of feel like this is so it takes place in Montana and it appears to be like a religious cult uh, in Montana because you know they have like uh, a guy and he looks like he the photo looks like the Last Supper and he has like what appears to be a Bible open Uh, it seems interesting uh, I mentioned last week that I kind of checked out on Far Cry 4. I'm going to wait for the reviews on this one. Did you guys get a chance to see this, uh, you know, artwork? Or what do you think on Far Cry 5? Well, I just saw the the teaser that they posted up. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it just shows some guy just running around like the woods or something like that. Yeah, it was like a live action one. That's yeah, just to kind of establish the setting. They show like the church, you know, so it kind of has like the little uh, yeah. vibe for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Did you did you play uh, any of the previous ones? I really? haven't played any Far Cry, but this one looks okay. interesting. Well, I was a big fan of number three, four, not so much. What about you, Mondo? Uh, I saw the teaser trailer just like Rooney, and what came to mind in my head it was like, huh, with the whole like church thing. All like for some reason, I just remembered uh, the ending of the movie, the '90s action pack uh, movie was uh, Nicolas Cage, The Rock. You know, where he kind of like at the end, he sees the Zapruder film and he finds out who shot Kennedy. It's like, are we going to see Nicolas Cage in this movie? How I mean, do you go this, to Nicolas Cage from, a, from the church in the Montana? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just one of those things, you know? Okay. It's just, it's just a random thought that came into my head. I was like, hey, maybe. All right. Maybe well, uh, do you plan on picking this up or what? Uh, 50-50. Uh, yeah. James, if you're watching, I'll go half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair one enough. More thing, uh, one more thing. Uh, yeah, they're showing uh, the uh, the trailer tomorrow. Oh, okay. Right. So it's, it seems to be a a slow drip out of content, uh, starting with the teaser trailer of the location to the yeah. uh, artwork image, and apparently tomorrow is the full reveal. Okay. Yeah. Well. We're going to get into our Destiny 2 talk right now, so everybody, if you love Destiny, stay tuned. It's going to be on and popping. If not, uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Destiny 2. So, Mm -hmm. Mondo, when we talk Mm -hmm. about how games are revealed, we Mm -hmm. have just seen how Far Cry reveals itself in small pieces, and we have a full hour where a ton of people that play uh, Destiny influencers, YouTubers, uh, games press was invited to Hawthorne, California to watch about an hour's length where they kind of talked about some of the basics, foundations that they want to have in uh, Destiny 2. And I'm going to cover just kind of some of these just to kind of bring everybody up to speed. Um, as far as uh, Crucible or PvP, they've reduced it to 4 versus 4 in all modes. Halo. Yes, uh, yes that's good. <laughs> which which is kind of interesting. One thing is, in, I think that's going to help with the uh, lag issues as well. Um, and we can bring. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We'll get more yeah. into that later. <laughs> uh, you know, in terms of with the changes to 
PvP, uh, only one person gets special ammo, and that's kind of noted on the map. So, Rooney, we would let you get the special ammo, and then you go out there and put in work, and we'll just go behind you, dude. Is that confirmed? <laughs> like, is that, like... Well, it was for that particular game mode, but we don't know for the exactly. rest of the modes. But countdown. 100%, so I don't, I don't that was for Countdown, which is a new mode as well, which is basically like a defuse the bomb type of thing. Kind of but, like remember, uh, but remember, uh, they said that the whole weapon loadout has been changed, so the sniper... Yeah, so let me, let me get to that. Uh, yeah, right now, I'm just talking about yeah. PvP, which is also, you have call-outs for the map locations. I like this. Everyone can call this certain corner or sniper spot at the same position. That's good. Okay, fine. Yeah, right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Wherever they get it from, I think it's a good thing. Uh, if anyone uh, pops a super, it's announced on the little feed there, which yeah. is kind of cool I, yeah, like as well. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, so also 30 frames per second on console, 60 frames per second on PC. Now, uh, I know James was very disappointed. He's a huge 60 frames per second guy. Um, one of the things that came out in one of the uh, podcasts I was listening to is Luke Smith, the director of uh, Destiny 2. He said straight up the PlayStation Pro couldn't run it. And basically... Destiny 2 requires a lot more AI with all the enemies that are on screen, all the calculations with different people's supers, with the armor mods that you have, and it just couldn't do it. Now, when they asked him about Scorpio, he said, we're not talking about Scorpio right now. So my theory, and this is just my theory, is that that's something that Microsoft is having in its back pocket for their uh, Xbox press conference. And as one of the things to kind of hype up the Scorpio is that, look, this can hang with the PC and look at what Destiny does. Um, I hope so. But is this? Are you guys upset at this uh, thirty frames per second thing? Um, not really, man. Not at all. Yeah, I know. What? Do you, what about you, Mondo? Um, I'm divided. I'm fifty-fifty. I'm not full-on rage mode like I yeah. usually am because yeah. I love to hate. <laughs> but on, <laughs> on on this particular matter here, um, the Kevin Smith lookalike, uh, you know, he he said that. And the, uh, you know, the PS4 Pro, you know, everybody's like, oh, all these, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it, uh, these PS fanboys, are, oh my God, you know, Destiny 2 is going to be amazing on the on the PS4 and PS4 Pro. Well, sorry, guys, you're running on 30 frames per second, you, can't, <laughs> you know, you know, and then your PS4 couldn't handle it. So, yeah, I think uh, you guys shot your load a little too early with your PS4 Pro, but that's fine. <laughs> you can have your exclusives. It can look nice. But if the Scorpio can get 60 frames per second, then I'll be a happy camper. But to me, it's not a big deal. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing this game for three years at 30 yeah. frames per second. I'm fine. <laughs> I've been you playing know? for three years. And, and it's to the point where I honestly, I'm so used to 30 that when I play games for 60s, I'm not even kidding you guys. I sometimes get a little bit like motion sick. Like, whoa, this is like too smooth. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Uh, all right. Next up was uh, new subclasses. So, Mondo, you, I know you were disappointed oh, that they didn't introduce new characters, oh. but I guess that's always been the the core of Destiny from yeah, the very first box. It's yeah. three characters, right? I don't think they um, so, but new subclasses. So they have a Captain America shield for the Titan. They have uh, um, yeah. they have the uh, sword for the, uh, the Warlock. Yeah, which replaced the Sunsinger. I'm a fan of that because oh. I never felt like Sunsinger in Crucible was very effective. You just couldn't get very many kills with that. Um, so I like this. And apparently the dude, he's constantly up in the air. And if people are targeting you, you can hit a button and smash down as well to cause extra damage. OPC, look how much love these Warlocks are getting, man. <laughs> uh, one thing oh, that was interesting is for for the oh, Blade Dancer is... Oh, my it. God. Oh, my God. Yes. What? Go, 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 it's go. The Arc Stride. Thanks for putting it on the outline. The Arc Stride is replacing Blade Dancing, but it's the same thing? Yeah, it, I see your nuts here. Yep. It pretty much yeah. is the same thing. <laughs> yes. uh, they have yet to show us why oh, it's different. So, you know, we'll see. But what's interesting oh. is on uh, Gunslinger, you can choose between having six shots... Or three, and if you choose for six shots, your countdown timers are going to be a lot quicker. But that's nice if you're doing a PvP on like a raid boss, and or I'm sorry, also, damage on a raid boss. Yeah, and also when you do the six shooter, um, basically there's an option where you can kind of you know take your time to shoot them one at a time, 
or if anybody has played Destiny 1 and was, well, everybody pretty much has this exotic, the last word, you can shoot it off like the last word with where it's just six consecutive shots, like bang, 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 bang. Wait, was that a little so, so extra? You can shoot the full clip at once or what? Yeah, you can just shoot it full auto. Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, also, I'm gonna go back. I'm a, I'm a, but just let me go back and I want to give my two cents on this no love for the hunters because me and Mooney, we are big hunter users. And it's a big slap in the face where, you know, the warlock gets this crazy ability to go up in the air, shoots fireballs off <laughs> a, a sword. And we got Captain America for the Sentinel as the Titan. Yeah, which looks uh, great. We, our knife gets replaced by a... By a stripper pole, you know, quote unquote. I'm taking that from an article <laughs> from Games Radar, but yeah, we're, we're getting a we're getting a pole, really. Like, we're not going in the air. We're still grounded. We're still like, you know, we're still agile, and I get that. But come on, you know, developers at Bungie, you guys couldn't think of like, hey, maybe he can, you know, disappear or do something stealthy. No, we're, we're, it's the same thing. It's just you, our knife has been turned or been replaced by a pole. Thanks. Uh, that's that's fair. It uh, it has yet to be revealed what the other ones are. It seems like everything is getting a bit of a tweak. Like, for example, the Fist of Havoc, the, which was the, the stomp that the Titans had, you now get to move around with that. So everything is getting tweaked slightly, so we'll see uh, what happens with some of the other perks. Uh, but uh, each... Also, one other thing was each uh, subclass or class I guess gets a unique little ability to use and this is kind of cool because this is something that's on a cooldown just like your melee is and so the titan puts down a little wall that's like you can use for cover the hunter has the little dodge roll is that am I right is it the dodge roll dodge roll eh, something like that yeah I've seen it in action it's just kind of like wow you just kind of improve the shade step and he does like a cartwheel thanks <laughs> thanks nothing um, new again, again and <laughs> nothing new for the hunters but go ahead go ahead and then the uh warlock he gets to put like a little small little area of effect where you can basically give yourself weapons of life so two out of the three two, so two out of the three characters get new animations to get these cool things yeah. You know, it is uh, it is sounding pretty much in favor of these other ones so far. So I, I get what you're saying on that. But hey, uh, you get to start from scratch. Uh, any chance to start up a new character, Mondo? Are you going to stick with Hunter? Uh, yes, I'm going to stick with the Hunter because you know what? Real Destiny players will choose a challenge and they're going to play with Hunters. Um, <laughs> also, from I believe I read on uh, the website uh, VG247... Yeah. Um, you're able to transfer your looks from your uh, original Guardian over to Destiny 2 if you want. Um, yeah. Not your armor or anything. It's just basically your you know, the, your appearance, correct? Yeah. Um, I don't so know if I'm going to use that. One yeah. of the reasons why I picked a, a woman character for myself was they had no beards in part one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if I can make a character with a beard, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll change it up. But... Uh, uh, you know, it's just you. You can always design it. You, I'm sure there's going to be more advanced ways to kind of customize the character, so that's not a big deal for me. I don't know. Um, I kind of like my EXO Hunter with the uh, weird stain on his uh, left eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, one big thing was uh, a clan-based LFG system. So, in in the instead of doing matchmaking, they're trying to come up with this system that encourages people to help each other out. I'm gonna interrupt. No. Well, it's, let me explain it. Let me explain it. So, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because we have ourselves complained that when you go on the Looking for Games websites, you, you get all these obnoxious people that they're like, all right, we got to do this quick. Must have such and such weapon. Be good. Know what you're doing. <laughs> right? And so it's, and it's very frustrating to kind of deal with people like that or find those games. So what this does is you can join with groups that have already – are in the mindset of wanting to help people out. So that's the ideal. And you can give them feedback. You can kind of join in their groups. So, you know, is it the perfect system? No, but they're going to have it for all the game modes. So if we're short on somebody for trials, we can find somebody. And it's just, it's within the game now. So, you know, it's not complete matchmaking because that would be too random. You don't know anything about the person. Whereas you can kind of see a little bit of, of what the clan is about when you see this system. And here's why I 
kind of feel that it's just basically their version of LFG. Well, because it, it they, yeah, it is. Because um, what they were saying, uh, Kevin Smith want lookalike uh, said <laughs> Luke <you> can, Smith. <laughs> okay, Luke Smith, close. They might be related because they look so much alike. <laughs> um, but you know, Luke Smith was like, "Oh, you can." And here's where it got me. It's like, you can look up people with certain hashtags. I'm like, well, you're not doing anything different if, you're, if I'm looking for people with, you know, certain hashtags. It's basically, it's just basically like, hey, look, uh, use our LFG system within the game. If this guy's in a clan, it's going to tell you which clan they're in and basically a description. It's nothing new. It's just like these little added features that's just specific for Destiny game players. But it's stuff that wasn't there before, right? Correct. But... Yeah. With the Xbox One, I mean, like you, you said yourself, we go to the LFG system through Xbox One or the website. It's it's almost, I, I, I'm not going to say it's going to be identical, but it's almost the same thing. It's going to have the same feel. It's just basically it's going to be dedicated to Destiny, which is okay. But still, you're going to still have, you're still going to see those things where it's going to be, oh, you're going to know what you're doing. Yeah. You must have... Yeah. G, you know, G I'm sure Warner, people will find a way to get it's that just, in there. Yeah, I'm, yeah like you'll put it as your clan, clan name is must yeah. have certain weapon. <laughs> exactly. It's just going to yeah. be one of those things. Where it's it's going to be a tedious search. And this is where my complaint is going to come based on that. It's just going to be a, a longer, tedious search. You're going to be reading more. It's like, man, like, okay, if we can get, if we can find a clan chill and play, yeah, I'm going to join you guys. But how would so you just, fix this in your ideal world? How would you fix it? <sighs> wow, a tough question, to right? Back. I would have to get back. You can't fix this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So at the very least, we now have two options, right? So the whatever's into the uh, Xbox uh, LFG system, and then what's in the game. So we now have two options. So you know, it's a plus. Well, let's move on, though. Uh, all right, more cinematic campaign. I think we can all agree this looks great. Uh, the characters that once were just static figures in the tower are now greatly involved in the storyline. Um, you know, this looks great. I'm all in on this. And I was hoping for that, and I got to see it uh, in the reveal, and I was like, yay! Okay, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right, so we all like that. Also, a new weapon loadout. So basically, before you'd have a... <laughs> yes, uh, yes. You would, okay, well, hold on. Let me explain it. Before, you would have a primary, special, and heavy. So what they've done now is you now have two primaries. One can be an elemental primary, and... Then your power one, it combines and makes you choose between having a sniper or a rocket launcher. And uh, that's how it makes you make the decision. And I feel like this is kind of a way to balance out uh, PvP. And some people can choose sniper. Some people can choose a rocket launcher. And you can make kind of interesting decisions. I like that you can still have uh, primary uh, you know, elemental weapons. Uh, this can be interesting. And it's kind of what you would expect from a, a sequel of a, of a game. What do you guys think uh, about it, Rooney? Uh, I think it's I think it's good. It does uh, balance uh, PvP a lot. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see a lot a lot of people with uh, different loadouts. You know, like way a lot. Exactly. Before it was like, okay, I got a sniper, I got a rocket, and yeah. I got my primary. Yeah. You know, you're gonna see people experimenting with different loadouts, and now your sidearm can be a primary. It's it's all over the place, and they have new little chain gun weapons and. But you can do that before. I mean, uh, you can go in there with uh, an automatic rifle. Uh, somebody goes in there with a shotgun. Somebody goes in there with a rocket. Other person can go in, say, their primary is a hand cannon. Somebody can go with a shoddy. Somebody can go with a machine gun. So it's. I think what they're doing is that people were complaining so much, like, oh, my God, you know, that weapon loadout, like you, uh, Rooney mentioned earlier, basically the sniper rifle with a yeah. rocket launcher yeah I, I guess that was a little bit OP for those who have you know a quick trigger finger because I, I know Rooney's really amazing with the sniper rifle because he's yeah. helped us win a bunch of matches in uh, Trials of Osiris yeah with that so it, it was just kind of like the I, I have to use this you know those more of those casual players they felt like ah oh, you know what it, it's kind of tough for us to kind of get the upper hand here or you know get a you know balanced playing field so to speak and for them it, it just made things a little bit harder and they were I guess the ones really kind of voicing their opinions like hey we don't like these <laughs> I'm like but it's but it's only natural you know like you, you go play Call of Duty what's your second weapon sniper rifle or a shotgun so no wait, wait as, you, as your secondary 
Yeah. No, it's always it's always either a sidearm or either. Yeah, on those on those shooters, it's yeah. like a sidearm or some type of a pistol. Yeah. And the only yeah. time you would get a shotgun if it's like one of those small ones, yeah, tiny sniper ones. Sniper is always going to be your primary gun. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't. Yeah. Unless you pick it up, you know. But really? I, then, then I haven't been playing uh, Call yeah, of Duty we, <laughs> You haven't played yeah, those games for a while. Been, it's been three years, man. It's been three years. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, all right. Now, looking at Mondo's notes here, the skill tree is a little bit different uh, for the weapons. And I think that was part of it was to make you not have to put all the resources into it. Now, we don't know the full details on it because they did – uh, not let you inspect some of the weapons, but uh, you were saying, Mondo, they reminded you of the beta? Correct. Basically, when I saw the skill tree, actually, uh, for the characters, basically, they're supers. Uh, skill tree reminded me of uh, what the beta was trying to do, just kind of like uh, follow this path over here. Um, but it's more simplified in Destiny 2, where you follow a path and it'll focus on, you know, say, grenades. Um, then, like, Abilities for the gunslinger, like you mentioned, either you can pop three shots with that uh, lo- with a longer timer or short timer, and I think you get like a full automatic burst. So good options, and it's a lot easier to navigate. So it's been yeah. simplified. It's a little bit. I think it's gonna help casual players in the long run, and yeah, hey, it'll help uh, everybody else too. Because then it'll make it easier. Your loadout for that character would be a lot more uh, understandable basically. Yeah because I, I used to have to like tweak each of my settings and like okay I want this grenade and, and it would take forever. Now you just get into one little skill tree mm-hmm. and it kind of changes all the perks for that. So I think Correct. that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Alright well let's talk about dedicated servers. So initially uh, they had said that there was going to be no dedicated servers. Again James was hating on this. Uh, <laughs> but Today, this is breaking news in terms of we found out about this a couple of hours ago. Uh, this week, Bungie announced that – look, I'm not going to get this right because I'm no like network expert. But what I understand is they're saying, look, we didn't do dedicated servers, but we're investing into cloud servers. And now Bungie is the host of every single game, whereas it used to be one of the players. And they're making a couple of refinements here and there and bringing some of the computing on Bungie's end. But at the same time, it's not quite full-on dedicated servers. That's fine with me. Um, we'll see how it goes. We don't have any examples of it. So if, I'll take their word for it. So we're, we're running on Bungie servers then, right? We're connecting. Uh, in terms of them hosting the game, yeah. but like it's not completely on Bungie servers, if that makes sense. It's kind of like a hybrid, I guess. So a bit of a half step to dedicated servers, because they're using the cloud. Yeah, they're using the cloud for some of the, like the the AI for for the, they're hosting the game itself, but not everything is running off of their systems. Um, you know, and if if you guys are into that and you really want to read up on the details, I would recommend you read this week at Bungie. Um, you know, as you could kind of find out, but we'll see. The beta is going to come out in the summer, they say. Um, one YouTuber named Mesa Sean that uh, I watch his videos, he was predicting that they're going to do 7717. That makes sense to me. That's like a big thing for Bungie, 777. So, uh, yeah, Bungie Day. Yeah, so maybe on Bungie Day they'll do it. Uh, but basically, no, we're not going to know anything more until E3, which is uh, we're about a month away from that. So. Crossing our fingers for some uh, 60 FPS on the Xbox, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, what else, guys? Am I missing anything? Did I overlook anything so far? What else? No, I mean, we can talk about the uh, 4 on 4 uh, Crucible if you guys want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I, I kind of liked the big team mode for just standard deathmatch. Um, it's really going to kind of make you... You can't coast through it and just, like, get an item. you got to be putting in work, and somebody's going to notice if you're not, you know, putting in work. Uh, and it'll be kind of interesting to see when we, like, go in just in a Crucible. I was thinking if it's just us as the fire team... We're going to have to kind of go on game chat to get that other person in there, you know, 
Or interesting. if uh, James is on board with Destiny 2, that'll be our fourth person. Or yeah. we can get somebody from our raid group, which is yeah. called Raid After Dark, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are called Raid After Dark. Hopefully <laughs> we can carry that mantra over to Destiny 2. Oh, you so know what? We'll it, you know. it reminds me that <clears throat> one of the things they said is that they wanted to do a lot of clan support and that even if you don't get to raid, they wanted to have some type of a reward for people in the clan, even though you didn't participate in a raid. So I'm wondering, does this mean like if we ran the raid and maybe James was not available that day, would he get some type of a drop well, I, in his like I inbox? I hope not. <laughs> then, then people would get like just free, no, free, you know, yeah, exotics and all this stuff. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah, I, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, but they they did mention like some type of reward, so you know, well, they, they, they haven't revealed. Just, uh, mm-hmm like a leveling system you know like maybe like if we're all raiding together we are clan like levels up you know I don't know yeah yeah and uh, people could give you feedback if they like raiding with you and to kind of improve your ranking um, so that's kind of cool I think what they'll do is because uh, right now they haven't really revealed uh, anything as uh, you know drops per se when it comes to exotics I know that they uh, are going to make it a little bit more difficult like they're going to find like a middle ground where they're going to do some of them are going to be kind of like in the uh, long process of obtaining or like you know those kind of like timed events like with the uh, what was it the sleeper ah can't even say it right now sleeper stimulant yeah Uh, so it was kind of like they want to do certain things like that in order to get certain exotics but what they're saying is that not too much but they're going to make it where they can find like a middle ground so people can you know kind of work their way to get these you know quote unquote exotic weapons armor or uh, pieces um but going into that um with the clan based rewards uh, i don't think because somebody wasn't part of the raid they're gonna get like a you know like an exotic by any means necessary you know by you know luck of the draw or the rng yeah um, i think i think they'll i think they're devising a system that it'll recognize that and it, it won't reward that player it'll reward that player to a certain extent you know yeah maybe maybe materials or something like that correct yeah, yeah. So. Uh, one thing I didn't mention was uh, there's going to be four new worlds and they really have expanded the areas on patrol where there's a lot of secrets to discover you could potentially go into a cave and fight a boss to get a treasure which I think is really cool yes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like maybe this really raid boss type difficulty for this one boss that you would find in a cave you know they're called um, adventures I think if I'm not mistaken uh, sectors or, or something yeah something like that yeah yeah so that's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit for myself, kind of just summarizing it. Sorry, when I initially lost, lost saw sectors. it, what's that? Lost sectors. Lost sectors. When I initially saw it, I wasn't super blown away. But as I've kind of taken the time to hear people's impressions, who's actually played the game, they all seem to be excited about it. It looks great. They say that there's just a ton of enemies on screen. Just the graphics have improved. The animation. And uh, they say it still feels like Destiny, which is ultimately what we wanted to do because that's what kind of kept me playing is that the game feels so great that you could just kind of play and, and grind and just repeat it because it's just so fun to do. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to get this, whatever. I'm getting the $100 edition. Yeah. This will be my injustice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get it on Xbox. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. What well, about look, you? Ryan, you became part of the problem. <laughs> yes, I did on Destiny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I already pre-ordered the hundred dollar one. From, All right, uh, from GameStop. Nice. Oh, from GameStop. How, how, how hyped are you? Not too much. Not yet. Not yet. Once C three comes, uh, uh, let's see what they show us at uh, E three. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. See, right now, not, nothing too big though. Okay. See, this is why I wasn't keen on it. Again, I. I saw what they did. It reminded me of the Taken King. And I'm like, man, this just feels like a giant DLC. Why couldn't they just kind of, you know, toss me a, a, you know, like Dr. Evil, toss me a freaking bone here. uh, And, you know, make me drool and make me want to get this game. Talk about, yes, you talked about these nice little aspects of the new subclasses, but ah, you're replacing these things. And again, when I saw the Hunter, you're not really doing anything for the hunter again clan based system again it's like an LFG system within destiny which is great but 
we're going to run into those problems like we just said. You know, first world problems. You know, you got to know what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. More of a cinematic campaign. Thank you, which you should have done in the first place. No more grimoire cards, guys. No more collecting cards. I've never, I never read any grimoire cards, so <laughs> yeah, never, never, never. Um, really yeah, yeah, and then the weapon loadouts. Okay, I guess. Uh, four player, you know, PvP. I think I like it. Yes. I, it's, I think they're heading into a competitive play, esports. That's where correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that's where they're headed. And I got to tell you, like, I wanted to see more of the PvP stuff when they uh, kind of announced that. All we got was like, hey, we got PvP. We have countdown, but I didn't see any gameplay footage. I, I, I mean, there's gameplay footage online, but I mean, I understand. Yeah, but I, I, I felt that they should have. Exactly. I just felt like they should have captivated the audience, the people who were there on Twitch, and not so you know totally focus on the on the people like the Dotto guys who, yeah. who put stuff on YouTube. You yeah. know, give us something to see, give us something to get excited about. But it was just like, no, since you guys weren't invited, you're just on YouTube, Twitch, or whatever streaming service you're in, you don't get the whole shebang, so to speak. And so, that's where I kind of felt. That's where I kind of felt like, well, my excitement just kind of went down the drain because now I'm waiting for you know uh, your YouTube, uh, your YouTuber. I forget the person's name. Uh, what was it again? Who you follow? Mesa Sean. <laughs> yeah, we have to wait for him or the Dados and all these other people. Either four, six hours down the line, and like, oh, I made this, and it's like, man, you know, like I didn't like that, and, and to me that was like a big letdown because I was like. Come on, Bungie, I want you to show me or just kind of kind of show me the ropes a little bit. You don't have to give me the whole thing, but just kind of show me your intention. Show me where you want to take me. But you didn't take me there. You left me stranded, you know, with the uh, I don't I can't say that, but you just left me in front of the bus stop and I see no bus. <laughs> okay, well, let me let me try to give you a, a counter to this, Mondo, which is counter away. You th- you think of uh, any other game that's released. We just talked about Far Cry 5. What do we get for their intro? Uh, a live-action trailer, trailer that has... A okay, trailer. a teaser. Then we have a piece of artwork. Then we have an actual trailer tomorrow. But did they get Bungie a whole gave you, Bungie gave you an entire hour. Next thing. When you talk about what makes it feel like a sequel, think about the difference between Halo 2 to Halo 3. They added a couple of abilities for Master Chief... They improved on the storyline. They improve on things like Forge mode. They added modes. They're doing exactly... This is what happens in a sequel. There's minor changes that kind of refine the game, but it has to retain the feel. So what more could they have given you? I'm saying they went no above more. and beyond. It's called a gameplay reveal. All I saw was a lot of cinematics. A little bit of... They went through the pew, half pew, the campaign. Pew, 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 pew. The, half, the half of one mission. Well, the, whole mission, the whole mission they went through the whole first mission yeah <laughs> yeah and then they also I'm not sure if they showed the strike or just people who uh, they, they, people they on YouTube people are showing who, you yeah, the strike yeah, they recorded yeah, like they, the I full version of the strike <laughs> he doesn't want to see yeah, that he wanted like, Bungie yeah, to show them the strike yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep me glued because then all I heard was like a bunch of jargon blah 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 like alright well and, it's and probably, keep in it's mind called, but keep in mind it's if you're gonna say that then just say you just don't even have to say gameplay reveal because that's then you're kind of like lying through your teeth. Game no, it is a gameplay well, because we'll show, it's showing we'll show you not of PvP. Show me PvP then. Didn't get that. Didn't get that. I have to wait for Dotto. And for, I also know, I also want to say that this is only the beginning of the coverage. How much you want to bet that at E3 they're going to go through another little strike or something? If you think about the intro to Taken King. They gave us small pieces in little Twitch installments, right? It was, all right, this week we're going to take you a tour of the patrol area. This time we're going to show you what one of the strikes looks like. This time we're going to show you what PvP looks like. They gave it out in pieces. So this is just the first piece. They could have just given it out in a grand, spectacular No one does that. Pieces. No one they does that. That's what I have. They should have. Go ahead, Rooney. Sorry. That's what I thought that, that they were going to do with, with the gameplay reveal they were gonna do like little like a little twitch little second yeah noise. that's what i thought you know i didn't think they were gonna do like a pole auditorium and show exactly you know, so I, exactly so you know look we're gonna continue this conversation <laughs> when we learn more at e3 because obviously uh 
you know, Mondo is still wanting to know more. He wants all the secrets revealed at once. <laughs> yeah, invite me, Bungie. Invite Mondo. Yeah, let him play it. Because <laughs> that's really what I want to do. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about – we're running out of time, so that's about going to be it for this week. Join with us next week. Give us any feedback. Let us know what you think about uh, our opinions, who's right, who's wrong. What do you, how do you think a, a game should be introed? And you can give us feedback at Easy Operations Podcast. So this is uh, Easy Operations QA at gmail.com or like us on the Facebook page. Mon, do we have any comments on the Facebook page? Uh, not at the current moment. Okay, uh, well. Some stuff. So just, you know what? Still, still, still early. Yeah, still early. Still early. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rooney, thank you for taking the time to uh, come on the show with us. And Mondo, thank you. And until next week, later.